You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And he swings! Welcome back to The Call-Up, your go-to podcast on the future stars of Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Aram Layton, and in today's episode, we have an interview with Marlins outfield prospect Victor Mesa Jr., and for my money, Victor Mesa Jr. is the top position player prospect in this Marlin system. I'll explain why in this intro, and then you'll hear the conversation with Mesa Jr., who is an awesome dude. I love the way that he approaches the game, and you'll hear in our conversation just his focus on having fun. He works his butt off in the offseason. He works hard uh, to, to continue to be a sponge. He's fortunate to have been surrounded with a lot of baseball experience throughout his childhood and professional career thus far. He's 21 years old, but you can tell that he's been just clever enough to be a sponge and ask the right people the right questions. His father was a Cuban baseball legend, and he had been out on the field. He talks about that a little bit, just shagging balls and just being around baseball at such a young age and around high-level baseball. And then now in the offseason at the facilities that he works out at, Same facility as Miguel Cabrera, same facility as several other major big league players and high-level prospects like Mark Vientos, Tristan Casas, and he talks about that. But just being able to pick Miguel Cabrera's brain, pick Miguel Rojas's brain, and just try to be a sponge. He talks about Yuli Gurriel and how he's a mentor to him. So it's easy to see how Mesa Jr., a 21-year-old in a challenging double-A Southern League right now, has been able to make that adjustment and get acclimated. But he hasn't just gotten acclimated. He's been better than ever. At 20 years old in high A, he had an 89 WRC plus and hit five home runs. So far this year in double A with these wiffle balls, he has a 131 WRC plus and has already matched his home run total of five. He's also on pace to triple his stolen base total as well. So this is a testament to a few different things. He talks about it. Uh, He really wanted to work on his explosiveness and his speed, and he feels like that has helped him tap into more power. The exit 
exit velocities are way up. Of course, again, he's already matched his home run total in 38 games versus the 121 games he played last year. And again, at a much more challenging level. The defense in center field is so good, we talk about that. And then an awesome, really fun story about how he was connected with Leo Messi and that picture of Messi holding the Mesa Jr. jersey. That story is, is really funny as well. Uh, but this is a player that I think should be on your radar. This is a much-needed prospect in a, let's be honest, a Baron Marlin system. And with the performance of Khalil Watson, I think another guy who has a claim at top position player you know, prospect in this system, though I, I defer to, to Mesa because of what he's doing at a higher level, uh, Watson and Mesa are taking a big step forward this year. That's huge for the Marlins. And and I think with the makeup that Mesa has, with the talent that he has as well, it, it's easy to see why I think the Marlins are excited about this kid and why he can be a big part of their future. And I think he's got the confidence as well uh, to feel like he can get there sooner rather than later up at the big league level. Before I cut to the interview with Mesa Jr., I want to tell you about So Rare MLB and how you can compete in fantasy baseball competitions every week with myself, the other folks at Just Baseball, and other listeners and readers of Just Baseball. We have our own competition each week with So Rare MLB. Really excited to partner with them. And you can draft your team for free with the link in the podcast description. With that link, you can also enter into our weekly competitions. And in these competitions, if you come in first place in the Just Baseball competition, we'll be giving away merch baseball cards, and other cool prizes. If you finish in first in the limited competitions that So Rare MLB has, you could win MLB TV subscriptions for the year. It's fantasy baseball, but in the most fun way possible. You draft your team with 120 points. The better the player, the more points. And those cards that you pick, those are yours for the season. You want to see those cards perform the higher you finish in different competitions you get rewards to be able to continue to build your team. So the better you do, the more cards that you're able to add to your collection, and then you can plug and play with your lineup. You have more depth, you have more options, and you can ride the hot hand with that lineup and continue to build your collection. You can win prizes with the So Rare MLB competitions like VIP experiences, merch, tickets. It goes on and on and on. But again, if you join the Just Baseball League and compete against us, which I'm really excited to do, uh, we'll be giving away Just Baseball related prizes as well. I'm telling you, so rare MLB has become one of my favorite things to do. It's one of my favorite games. You draft your team for free, but there's also the limited competitions where you can pick up more rare limited cards, piece together your lineup and have a chance to win even better cards that are worth even more money and go from there, which is also really fun. I I did a couple cheap cards ahead of the last week where I picked up Michael Lorenzen for $3, although he didn't do great last time. I picked up Jesus Lazardo for $9, plugged him into my lineup, and my limited lineup got me a reward that was worth more than both of those cards. But again, you can do it for free by just drafting your team with the common cards with the link in the podcast description and compete against us, compete against others, and it's a ton of fun. And you could still win really exciting prizes that way as well while getting your feet wet. So check out So Rare MLB. It's a ton of fun. I'm telling you, you will enjoy it. And send me a picture of the team that you drafted. I've loved seeing uh, the, the DMs and the tweets at me of teams that people have put together with that budget. It's really fun. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys draft. Without further delay, here is the conversation with Marlins outfield prospect Victor Mesa Jr. 
And here is Victor Mesa Jr., the outfield prospect for the Miami Marlins. And a guy that we've been talking about on the podcast because of how well you have been playing. So, Victor, thank you so much for taking the time, man. And congratulations on an awesome start to your season. Uh, thank you. It's a pleasure for me to be here and, you know, like, keep going. Uh, that's what uh, that's what I need to, to do. And uh, that's what I want to, like, keep doing it during the whole season. The, the harder thing is consistency. I want to improve, like, what I can do, you know. Well, you talk about improvement and I mean, what you've been able to do, not only just to to be able to get to double A and adjust, because that's a big jump from high A to double A. Everybody always talks about it. But while you've made that jump, you've also improved your level of play. I mean, you're putting up numbers that are you know, the best of your career so far at any level. How have you been able to make that adjustment to double A while also setting career marks in a lot of different you know, statistics so far this season? I don't know. Um, I just been working hard, like a uh, good off season. Um, I know since uh, I signed, since I left Cuba, I know my abilities, my quality to play baseball. I just need to improve. Sometimes I use like maybe a couple of years need to get a little bit more mature. And this year, yeah, it's a huge difference between high A and uh, high A and double A. You know what I mean? So. Is how I say. Um, now you see guys with more uh, experience here. Now that they don't miss, they practically don't miss that much, you know. So if you gotta take advantage, so when they miss, you can miss that one because you gotta take one or two opportunities. I remember a lot when Mickey Cabrera told me, like, like I work with him in the season, you know, because we go to the same facility, and once he told me like, you gotta take advantage when he missed. You can't miss that pitch. You know what I mean? It's like shoot your shot. That's what you gotta do. And you know, I'm being like focused on what I have to do. Like try to be simple. Don't think that much. Like go to the home play and try to swing the uh, like balls on my strike zone and try to hit the ball hard. Don't care about much about hits or something. That's something that you're not gonna that you don't have to take care about. You know what I mean? A hundred percent, because that's the crazy thing about baseball is you can do everything right. You hit it right at a guy and you go back to the dugout. And then sometimes you don't do it so well. You you don't put a good swing on a ball and it ends up being a hit. And that's why it is the most frustrating sport on earth. But you you can't mention Miguel Cabrera without me following up because I grew up in South Florida. That was who I watched come up. That's, you know, that's my idol. Miguel Cabrera is my favorite player of all time. When when the Marlins traded him, it took me years to recover from that. But (laughs) What was it like? Because I was going to ask you about that. I saw on social media you worked with him a little bit in the offseason. You've worked with some some really awesome big leaguers throughout the years. But what was it like to just be able to pick Miguel Cabrera's brain? I mean, this is a guy that's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best to ever do it. You mentioned that one tidbit he gave you, but what was it like working with him? And then I want to get a little bit more into your offseason workout and how it's helped you, you know, really have the big year you've had so far. Uh, I don't know it's tough because it's not only Miguel Carrera. It's like Miguel Carrera, Miguel Roja, Paulo Sandoval. Um, I don't know. Uh, Luis Ramos, uh, Mark Vientos from the Mets. Uh, all Casas, uh, all that guy that work in the same facilities, you know, and it's nice because you got you got to see, you see some, face, some faces that they already do like their career on the big league and guys too that they are on the same page as me that we're trying to improve 
So it's nice. We got a good vibe from there. Uh, you know, we work a lot. Like it's on, on Team Sosa. He's like my hitting coach over there. Like he's my guy. Uh, I'd be thankful for him, how I'm doing too. Uh, but you know, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to be with them. I know Miguel Carrera since like 2015, 16. I wasn't, I was still in Cuba, but he go to Cuba to make like a clinic or something. Oh, nice. And then that's when I meet him. I told him that I was a big fan that. I really like everything and even have like a tattoo that pretty similar, the one that he has with a, with a cross dude, with a baseball. Yeah. And you know, I told him that I want to like, like be like, that I want to be like, Hey, when I grow up, you know, yeah. so see how his life now work, like now I'm working out with him and that, that, that's how life goes. You know what Isn't I mean? Isn't it cool? Uh, that's awesome. That's an awesome story. Uh, specifically working out th- this off season, it, some of the things that have stood out to me with, with what you've done this year, right? You're hitting the ball way harder. Um, and, and that comes with just, you know, playing longer, growing up, getting more physical, but it, it's the home runs, but it's also the exit velocities, just how hard the ball is coming off your bat. I mean, it's, it's hard to deny how much you have improved in that regard. And now we're seeing you hit the ball, you know, harder than ever, consistently hard and tap into just more power with home runs and extra base hits. What's allowed you to tap into more power? Was it the, you know, the weight room adjustments with your swing? Uh, you talk about the approach. What, what do you think has been the biggest contributor to, to you tapping into this, you know, more power now? It's crazy because uh, the kidney coach over here, they always tell me that I got a good ability to put the ball in play and hit the ball in the barrel. Uh, just like now I'm focusing on swing strikes, like my balls, you know what I mean? Sometimes I'm in too old and they hit the corner. I don't need to swing that one, you know what I mean? I just try to get my pitch in the ball that I can do damage. Um, but, you know, I, it's, it's, it's funny because this of this one, I work more... I work more on my speed because that's something that I, I don't want to lose. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. want to be like a, a like a 5-2 player. Uh, because if you ask me what does my family like players are, it's like by Tatis, Acuna, Lindor. You know, that's like guys they can do it. They do it at all, yeah. No guys that they, they go off for, you got nothing to look at that play. You know what I mean? So, you know, I was working on my uh, speed. Maybe that gave me more power from my legs. That's why I'm being, like, more engaged in my leg. Like, uh, but, you know, like, I think I'm, I, I was uh, I was being, like, a, like a, a guy that I can hit the ball, like, consistency. I just need to be focused and take a good approach, like, think to the middle of the way, then be, like, pulling or whatever. Just play my pitch, and that's it. Like, I'm not being focusing on nothing, like, extra. Use, like listen to my coaches and that's it. Like see the ball, hit the ball. How bloody, bloody juniors say. Yeah, yeah, you got You got to make it simple, especially in such a, such a complicated sport, but it, it's interesting. You talk about the lower half and how that's kind of helped you maybe hit the ball harder. You can see the speed in the outfield too. And th- it was really fun watching a lot of your video dating back to last year, but then even this year, uh, just seeing how comfortable you are in center field. And I think that personally for me, just with the conversation around you as a player and you're seeing, you know, Marlins fans get more excited about you and you see more write-ups. 
I think the most underrated part of your game is is your defense in center field because you look so comfortable out there. You mentioned the speed. You cover a lot of ground. It, you look really smooth. Uh, how do you feel about yourself in center field? Because you seem like you just you just glide out there. And and again, I think that's one of the most underrated aspects of your game. You add that speed a little bit now too. Do you feel like that's translating into you know being able to run down some more fly balls, especially now that your reads are getting better? Like, how good do you feel in center field right now? Because you look great. Yeah, uh, thank you for that. You know, I appreciate it. Uh, I feel comfortable. I think that's a position that I feel more comfortable. Uh, by the way, I don't care if I play in the right or left. I just care about play. Is like I don't care if I'm hitting like one or nine. I just care about play. Uh, that's true. Uh, I feel that I have a good defense since I was a kid. Uh, uh, my dad was a legend in Cuba. He was a mm-hmm. player, and then when he became a manager, I lived a little bit that experience. And then I work, I work out with the outfields that he got by that time in Cuba. You know, I was like five, six, seven. I was like cutting like high fly balls. Uh, they do too. So that's something that motivated me to like be like improving and different. So I told you, I would like to be a guy. Maybe I fell over on the on the present, you know, but I, I like to be a guy five two. So if I want to be five two, I got to focus on different too. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I like to that. I think I have a uh, good routes. Uh, I just uh, keep doing what I'm doing is, you know, like keep doing eyes of the ball. That's going to help me a lot. Like, especially like when they hit to the corners, I'm not afraid to maybe stay. I like to call every ball, even if it's like a hard one between infields, like outfield, you know, I'm, I'm able to catch, you know, like I don't, I'm not afraid. I'm on that guy that one that they always want to win the ball tough game. Okay. He been me. I'm ready to go. Uh, I always like watching everything, like uh, looking at the wind, uh, grass. If the ball is, he hit when he hit it to the grass, the ball like, like keep going on the stop, like throw throw to the car off. And I like to face what I what I got on my mind is, for example, like this week. Um, I like to face myself with the other center field. That made me better. You know what I mean? It's not like compare because I don't like compare. It's, it's something about like, okay, let's show what we got. Like, you know, I like to to say, okay, let's let's see who is better and let's see who the better did that week. For example, this week for me, I faced the maybe, probably the best center field in minor league that is uh, Pete. Oh, he's uh, Pete Crow Armstrong uh, is is amazing out there. I was talking to him and I said, bro. I, we like to compete each other. That made us better. You know what I mean? Uh, but at the end of the day, it's 30 teams. Like, yeah. We're playing, you're playing for the cup. I'm playing for the money. There's a different twin, uh, teams. So, you know, I'm doing for my team and you do it for you, but I like to compete with you because you're that. a good one. So I like, I really, I'm a guy to really want everything. I go, I go for everything. I want to, I like to compete. I like to do so. Uh, I think today, yeah, I'm a good outfield, but I would try to be better and become ever uh, better and better every day. That's my that's my consistency. So Pete Crow Armstrong came on the on the podcast a little while back. So I love that you brought him up because that is a guy that you talk about the the jumps and the speed out there. Uh, that's a great guy to compare. But the third, first thing I was thinking of when you mentioned you like to compare yourself to, you know, and have those not compare, but have those competitions, those friendly competitions with the other center fielders. There's a lot of good center fielders in your league. You got Pete, you've got Chorio over there in Biloxi, who's who's really Cespedes. good too. Uh, Jackson can play too, and and there's several others. That, yeah, yeah. Cespedes too in yeah, the from the Birmingham. Yeah, it's like how I told you, like 
I like to compete. Maybe how you say, maybe I'm underrated. Maybe I'm I'm good, you know. But that's not something that I gotta say. That, yeah. that that's not me. I don't really care about that. I'm just a guy that I don't listen. I don't listen like that much to the um, to I don't know. You could say haters, or whatever. I don't I don't care about that. I just focus on what I do, and I know what I can do. You know, like trying to be better every day. Like that could be different stealing hitting uh throwing whatever it's something else that you can get better and that's what i'm doing so going back to what you mentioned your father legend in cuba um and i think that was you know part of the reason why you know marlins fans were so excited when when you and your brother came over because it was like oh wow they, they their dad was a legend these guys can play they've been raised in baseball and i think you can you know make that point with what you were saying how important are the live reads you know, when you're working on the outfield? Because you mentioned just being out in the field as a five, six, seven-year-old. No other kid at that age is getting those kind of reads. But even now, like in batting practice, like how important are the live reads off the bat? Is that still like the number one way for you to get better outside of the game when it comes to defense? Yeah, for me, the most important on overall is like don't get uncomfortable. Even if... Mostly on heater, when you're hitting, you can see more because it's easily to go out or being hot to be hitting. So if I'm doing good, I'm being focused. If I'm doing like bad, I'm doing focused. It's the same with defense. Uh, mostly in the defense, it's easier, you know, because it's, 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 it's easy to catch yeah. fly balls. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, it's what I say. I work in so like one, twice a week on ice of the ball. You know, that we play a lot. So I like to like keep calm sometimes I read, sometimes not. But, you know, I like to do eyes of the ball. I like to uh, cut the ball, like, in a straight uh, in a straight angle. I like to see the wall. Every time that we go to a new stadium, I like to see the, how the wall, how the ball fly, how the sun. You know, that, that's how I prepare the most. You know, every, I like to, to hit on the second group. So I go to different first, and then I, I see, I check everything. I say, okay, I'm good already here. I know, like, how, what is going to be when I be here on the field. And then I just go here and do my routine. It's like, that's how I prepare. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. See all the details. That's what I'm going to become you like a better player. And and recently, I, I've noticed just you, you talk about the approach at the plate, how, you know, you, you've been more selective. And I think that's been very clear with you know, your strikeout rate continues to drop. You're walking more. Um, your chase rates are down. But what stands out to me also is is your ability to kind of lay off the breaking balls and 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 the way you've been able to hit breaking balls better because what we've seen in this league with these baseballs pitchers are doing some things to the ball that you know, you, you just haven't really seen much of a lot of the hitters that I've talked to the fastball has a little bit more carry the breaking balls have a little bit more movement was there like a, an adjustment process not only to double a but maybe to like a little bit of the different baseballs because again you've just been more and more comfortable every time I watch the takes are a little bit easier. You know, you look a little like you're just seeing it better. Was there like a, a process of getting used to that? Yeah. Um, I could say yes. You know, like everything, the baseball, the baseball being changing. If you see now the guys, they'll be calling up with 20 years. You know what I mean? So back in the year, it wasn't like that. So, you know, right now I'm just focusing. When I, when I signed at the beginning, uh, I was like a hitter, um, um, possible hitter, you know what I mean? And I say, okay, when, you know, that was for my rookie year. I say, okay, when we growing up, 
that's what they're going to pitch me, you know? So I've been learning how to hit because I'm like almost all the time. I'm like th third, four, five hole in the lineup. That's how they got me. So they're going to pitch me. I, I'm going to come with runners on current position. So they're going to pitch the breaking ball. If I want to get better, I'm going to learn how to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially with the fastball too, every time that we do a meeting, we talk about the pitcher, the hitting coach, or hitting coach Snyder, we always say, Hey, he go right. I say, all the pitches he go right right now. <laughs> he can't escape that part. I know that he don't right already because that ball make you like feel that you got like uh, extra right. But you know, we're working on, we're doing like so much exercises that it can help me too. So, you know, it's like, it's a part of the preparation. If the baby is shame, you get ashamed with it, you know? And, and how different is it? Because I, again, I, like that's something that I've seen a lot of guys say, but at the end of the day, you can hit it. You just got to adjust. But like, how different did it look from what you were seeing in spring training with, with the, you know, just the, the stickier baseballs? Yeah, uh, it's almost the same. It's a little bit different, you know, but it's a quick different that you can, that you can like, call the ball or you can miss it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, what I think, I know the pitcher has a little right. It's like swing a little bit, like one ball over. That's yeah. how going to hit the ball. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can see, you can see more spin, especially when we, when we see like track or whatever that like you see the guy that he got like a big spin, you, you gotta go home, you go home play with like ready to go, you know, and ready to, to what you're going to face. And I think it's, Obviously, you can see the difference, but it's more mental. If you can control and you know that you can hit it, like, you're going to hit it. If you go, wow, he got a lot of rides, so you're going to, maybe you're going to be frustrated a little bit. So every, everything all the time go positive to home play and know that you can do your job. I love that. And, and, and one of the last questions I wanted to ask you, too, is what is what is the biggest difference you've seen in yourself? Because, again, you're just 21 years old, already in double A having this success, but you've been playing baseball a really long time. You've been playing professionally for a few years now. Let's just go with professionally. Since you've joined the Marlins organization, what's the biggest difference you've seen in yourself as a player from, you know, maybe the days that you first were playing in rookie ball and, you know, spring training to, to where you're at now, which is just a couple steps from the big leagues. I think you learn every day. You, you've been like learning like every day, a little bit, uh, like a uh, little details every day. And I like to talk to the old men that they play a lot in the, on for the MLB or for MILB, you know? So what they, what they do, you know, different situations. Like I think I used to get my shirt. Obviously on my hair, I'm the same guy. I like to be like, uh, run hard the bases, like swing the ball, like make a catch, make a dive, uh, you know, play the ball hard. That's how I like to be. But you know, uh, after that, I think uh, it's more about like approach, like more mental. I get more ready to play. Uh, since I signed, maybe I was ready. Uh, I think I was ready to hit 95, but maybe at that time I wasn't ready to hit the breaking ball that they have. I don't know how to read like where the breaking ball have to start to swing it, mm -hmm. uh, to learn, recognize early the pitches. Like if right now I'm able to understand if I miss IB or something, I know, I know why I miss. That's something that you gotta that you gotta know how it is. You know, that's maybe at the beginning, I don't know what I miss. I gotta ask to the hitting coach. Hey, was what, what, what? How I missed that one? I don't know. Oh, because you open. But right now, I know. You know what I mean. And I don't know. I, I think I'm able to do the adjustment during the AB. I think in the past I was like four or five ABs to make the adjustment because yeah. you were young. You must you you getting mature. You don't know how to get 
how to change a little bit. So the pictures are different. You need to, you, you, you can be the same, like do the same plan and be on the same position to hit every picture. It's not like that. At least that's how I see. Uh, you know, you could be moving on the, moving on the, the box, like, or be more closer, like be ready for a, like, for a, for his slider, be ready for like his nasty pitch, but staying on your fastball, like timing, you know what I mean? So it's like that, you're getting mature. I think it's more about like approach, mentality, uh, more about like this, it's all mental. A hundred percent. And I love to hear that, you know, you're very fortunate to have your father, to have the people that you've been surrounded by with some of the Hall of Famers, big leaguers, good prospects that you can take that information from, but not everybody is asking the questions that you're asking. So it's cool to just see, you know, hear from you, how you've been able to learn from so many different people, a a different legend that didn't play baseball that you have some ties to. And anyone who follows you on Instagram, will see how much you love Messi. Um, I had to ask you about the picture that you have of Messi holding your Jersey because I, I I feel like at that point, like I think you're going to have a wonderful major league baseball career. You're going to achieve a lot of things. I don't know if you'll ever do anything that's cooler than that. You have Leo Messi holding your jersey. Like that's one of the coolest things I think of all time. Man, dude, dude, let me show you something. Okay, so I'm I'm excited. Oh, hey, you got can the you tattoo. In there? Holy crap, that's awesome. So for those who are <laughs> yeah. just on audio, uh, Victor just, I'm a big just fan. yeah showed us a big, big tattoo of Messi on you. Like, so how did you, yeah. you become such a big Messi fan? And then I need to know how you got, you know, connected with him holding your jersey. Like, again, that should be framed for as long as you live. That's one of the coolest yeah. things ever. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's crazy because I'm a big fan of second. Uh, when I was in Cuba, like seven, eight years old. You know, in Cuba, we play every sport. If you ask me right now to play basketball, we can play basketball. If you ask me right now to play volleyball, can play volleyball. You know, we in Cuba, we are on the streets. We some, we always are on the streets, so we play everything. And I was like interested in learning about soccer, like around like 2008, like when Messi was about to start. I went, he was already was playing like a couple years ago, but when he was about to make that pick. Me and my brother, where we been like a big match, you know what I mean? And he, he and my cousin, they show me like how I was the soccer, and they love Real Madrid. And I say, okay, you know the rivalry, how it is. So I say, okay, I take Barcelona, and then I just become a Barcelona fan because of that. And then I see how Messi was doing and doing it and doing it and doing it again and again and again. I say, oh, I'm a big Messi fan. I'm even. Today, I think I'm more Messi fan than Barcelona fan. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I create like an idol in my mind that is all that he got, and then I become like professional in what I do. You know, baseball, and I see more closing that I can meet him. Uh, uh, it was one day after he won like an international like champ, uh, champion um, championship with uh, Argentina. He come to Miami to you know for vacation. And then I go one friend that I know that he was in Miami, but I don't know where. And I go one friend that he told me, bro, but you don't even gonna try to know where he is. No, come on, it's messy. You're not gonna you're not gonna see him like a lot. Let's go, try. And then I start to talk to every like famous person that I know, you know. I told like Mark Anthony, I told uh I don't know if you know who is uh, Alice Vegas from the cars. 
like everyone, everyone. I text I, Enrique Santos. I think I think I text everyone, and they don't know nothing. And by casualty, I text my um, personal like um, my personal trying. Well, he's not my personal trainer, but the guy who take care of me, uh, like uh, how you call that my my therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Jorge Rivera. And he told me, hey, I think he's on this out. You don't lose in, like you don't lose nothing like going there and let's see if he's there. You know what I mean? When I, it was in Miami Beach. When I get there, it was like 20 people. It was like 11 p.m. Because well, that was late in the night. And then when I get there, um, it was like 15 people outside the house. Like, I got no chance to to see him. No chance. And then two two houses away, the 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 his pa uh, his uh, father and his mother was in the house staying, and he was in the other house, you know, with his wife, kids, and whatever. I was about to leave because I was like 10, 15 minutes. I say, okay, I'm not gonna see him, you know. And his dad go out of that house, walk into the messy house. I say, his name is Jorge. I say, Jorge, hey, uh, what's up? Uh, I know when I bother you guys. I know, I know how you guys live, so you know, but. I've been to play for the Marlins. I, I don't want to bother you guys. I want to know if I, I can if I can meet uh, Leo. No, he told me that no, I don't think that that's possible. It was 11 p.m. of the night, a Sunday. He got no chance. I say, I completely understand. I was, and then it was like five more minutes. Uh, his nephew come out. He said, "Hey, who want to apologize? I know that you're professional. Like you know that you're a guy." Like you like, you know, normal leader, you know what I mean? Because I'm not that I'm a fan, but at least, you know, I'm a professional. I'm not, I'm not going to, I don't want to bother him. You're, you're going to treat him right. Live. You're going to treat him with respect and be, be normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then he go on and say, hey, you can't see him because he wake up early and now he's about to go sleep. But if you want to say, see him, you want to say him, uh, say him like something, whatever I say, yeah, I got this. And I bring a Jersey with me. I tell you, if you can give it to him, that would be like, the best day of my life. You know what I mean? That my idol have my jersey that he know that that I'm a sis. You know what I yeah. mean? It was crazy. And like a day be- like a day after, I was like a horrible night, like all for four with two strike tower or something like that. I say, damn, what a night. Nothing can like like become this night better because it's impossible. You know, when you all for four with two strike out, it's crazy. And then he sent me the picture. Hey, there you go. There is a picture. And he sent me the picture of Messi holding my my jersey that was like, I don't know, I cry. I cry. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's why I wore the number 10. And, oh, I didn't even think about you know, that. It's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's because he, it's be, okay, my dad, my dad was the number 32, but my brother was also the 32 too. So I don't want to be like, same, same. Uh, it's like even I told my dad the day that I get a son. You know, his name is not gonna be Victor neither. I, I'm that guy that ain't gonna be the same. You know, <laughs> so that's why I went on the number ten uh, because him and because uh, Julie too, Guriel. Oh yeah, you know with the who is the Molly. Uh, I know him since I was a kid, so I'm no a big way. fan of him too. That. So, so that must have been so obviously. Crazy. See the Marlins pick him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think. Yeah, I was so excited. I mean, when I, when I was in the sprint training, you know, I was not invited to sprint training to big league sprint training. But sometimes I told him, "Hey, let's come out. Let's come in and we eat outside." You know what I mean? The big league side, because by respect, I, I don't go in that much. But 
it was funny. It was funny, but how that I have one of my, my idols, I can say here too. And I think obviously in personal, I would like to be like on the big, but one of the bigger races too, because Julie's there, I would like to share. I never think that I can share like the same clue how with him. So that's one of my goals. Uh, I love that. That's awesome. That was an awesome story as well. So I, I got to ask yeah. you then, you mentioned Yuli. Is there a player that you like to, you know, of course you, you have your own game. You mentioned being a five tool guy. That's what you want to be. Is there a player you want, like you look at and say, I'd love to you know, have a game similar to that, you know, a center fielder out there in, in major league baseball where you're like, you know, I'd like to look something like that. Yeah, of course. But it's crazy because my favorite player is Javier Baez. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, I become like MAGA, like a MAGA fans, like things 2017 or something like that. Before the guys know him that much, because you know the guys start to know him when it was the World Classic or whatever. You know, like the fans. I was before, like like two years before or something like that. I like to see like players that they are almost like getting there and growing up. And I, I I see, I got a good eyes for that. I know that they they're gonna become a superstar. And then. Since that day, I become like a Mago fan, like all that he do, all like how he's like, how he play. He made like the baseball look easier because he's that kind of guy that he don't need to hit to the to look good. You know what I mean? The fans, okay, alpha football. He make a couple play. He's like, he make he make a show. You know what I mean? So uh, he's one of the guys that I'm that I'm looking him that I look for. Uh, I could say uh, Acuna. Acuna is a good one too. Um, who else? Um, Jazz. Jazz is a good one too. He's pretty good. I yeah. tell him he got too much talent. Um, Tatis. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like guys that they they have fun playing yeah. baseball. I love that. That's what I like. That's what I like. I love it. And that's what it's all about, man. At the end of the day, it's a game. You guys are lucky to, to still be playing it, but it, it's a game. It's hard work. It takes yeah. a lot of focus preparation and, and a, you know, no one's doubting the grind, but you know, it is, I feel like the guys that are out there having fun generally seem to be the guys that, that play the best. So I love to yeah. hear that from you, man. And the, um, oh, go ahead. They look, no, they look relaxed. You know what yeah, I mean? They, exactly. don't, they don't look worried. And that's something that I like. Have fun. By the way, you you're twenty, twenty five, only once in your life. Exactly. And you need to and you need to to have fun during the process. You know what I mean. Last question for you: What are your goals? You know, for this year. You, know, you mentioned maybe sharing a clubhouse with with Yuli, but you know, personal goals. What are you hoping to accomplish this year? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I would like to make the bigs. That's something that me and my family have been dreaming for like years. Like. But that's not something that it gave me crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm more a guy of day by day, yeah, you know what I mean. I go to home play, do my job. If that call come, I'm gonna be grateful, you know what I mean. I'm gonna be something else. I don't know. I don't even know how it's first because never be before. But it was um, even at the other day I got shields because they called Jerry and he was we were in Birmingham and. It, it wasn't me, but I was happy for him. And it made me shows how, like, how crazy it is. And that vibe that it wasn't the club hub at that time was incredible. So I think my biggest goal made the big, but not forgetting where I am and what I have to do, my, my goals, my, what I have to do every day, you know, like keep doing the job that I've been doing, keep helping my team. I think that's, that's how you become a good player. Like, mm-hmm. 
playing playing for the team and try to help the team to win. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy when the team like win too, even if I don't do good. So it's like keep doing my thing, but focus on the most important is help like the Blue Wahoos to make uh to make the playoff again. Uh, let's see like how we're doing this first round. We're doing pretty good actually right now. I hopefully like we got a great team. I don't gonna I feel I hopefully we we get um, the classification for the playoff. And then after that, keep doing the same in the second on the second um half of the season. And let's see what is what God had for me. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm a guy who don't like to be like thinking on the future. I'm more like right now, keep doing my job. Tomorrow I'll go to uh Mississippi, try to do my best in there. If not, let's go to Biloxi and try to be my best in there. Like try to try to be my best every day and that's it. I love it, man. Well, you're doing real well right now with that approach. And the Blue Wahoos are winning ball games too, so it's been fun to watch. But specifically to you, man, congratulations on on a great start to the year. And you got one more thing? Yeah, I'm sorry. I forget the, the, like, the most important one. Stay healthy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you, we, we, you got that, though. I didn't knock on wood, but that that is the most important one. And Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, th- I feel like all the work you put into the offseason to get quicker, get you to, to, to be get your body in the perfect spot. I think you're going to be able to do that. But rooting for you over here, man, really, it's been really fun to watch you play this year. And best of luck the rest of the way. Right, thank you. I appreciate it, my man. Uh, thank you for having me here. What a question. See you soon. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.